Hello everybody, once again, welcome back to RT Talk, the weekly podcast about the company Rooster Teeth. I am Michael Cool, and joining me this week is once again my longtime friend, longtime co-host, uh, hairiest man I know, Doug Kirkwood. Uh, we talk about RT Exit Home a little bit this on this week's episode, and um, I mean, not, not a ton, we basically more so talk about some things that were announced and new shows that happened. Uh, but the big story that we cover, and obviously you know because the title of the video, but and if we kind of get into is uh, Miles Luna leaving uh, in a full-time capacity. Uh, we talk a little bit about um, some of the new shows like Let's Roll Getting Dicey, or Getting Dicey, and um, we talk about the new show that they premiered from or, or, on Achievement Hunter this week, which was the, I've definitely seen that, the movie-based show, and I uh, kind of just kind of, I guess I do like a brief review of it. Um, talk about, uh, some RT, well, just Rooster Teeth in general, almost at RTX, but some RT merch and just, uh, some of my feelings on the merch and I guess like experiences I've had and all that. But, uh, we talk about all that stuff and, uh, I just kind of wanted to make a little quick note and say that, um, I'm not sure if there was an issue last week, but I noticed when I uploaded last week's episode because I usually upload them roughly around the same time every single week. I kind of just get up in the morning on Saturdays, and then I put I piece it together and post it. So it's usually around the same time. But I noticed that last week's episode did not go onto iTunes for quite a while. Um, we usually get a few downloads like right out of the gate whenever we upload, and none of them were from iTunes. I couldn't find it on my iTunes. Um, so I'm not sure if that was like a, a thing that affected a bunch of people, or if it was just last week and... It was only on Apple and not a bunch of other services, but uh, it eventually did pop up. But um, if there was issues, I, I, I apologize because I really didn't know what to do. The, the only thing I saw was to wait 24 hours and then look to see. But uh, I think by like Saturday night, I noticed that it came up for me. So if it was late, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not sure how to speed that up or fix that, but... Um, otherwise I hope that this one goes up no problem and we don't have that issue again. Um, if you want to, you can send us an email at askrttalk at gmail.com. Uh, check out our podcast on Wednesdays, which is called Out in the Grapes. And it's where Doug and I talk about just, uh, anything that we have going on in our lives, things we're watching, video games, whatever. So it's more of just a general podcast as opposed to the, the Rooster Teeth focused one. So, uh, that is all I have. I don't want to keep you any longer because I feel like I've already gone too long in this intro, so uh, we will get started uh, right now. Right now. Go with the theme song. Welcome to this week's edition of RT Talk featuring the host, Michael Cool, and the guy who other talks is me, Doug Kirkwood. What's happening? You've introduced this podcast and what we did out in the grapes last week, or this week, three days ago. That's, something has changed in you. I don't know if it's... Do you hate... Huh? Do you hate it? I don't hate it. It's just it's. I'm caught off guard. It's I. I'm not prepared for when you take over. Did you ever see The Lion King when Scar sings, Be Prepared? I was in that course. Okay, you definitely weren't, but <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate the reference. Be prepared. I was in there. Me and Whoopi Goldberg, we had the headphones on, singing. And apparently I wasn't listening because I wasn't prepared. I, didn't get, I wasn't ready for it. Well, regardless, welcome back to another episode of RT Talk. And, uh, this week I actually, I, I had a little bit of trouble putting together a few topics. Um, the ones I have, I feel like we have plenty to talk about for them, but the, the couple topics that I found are the ones I, I had trouble finding. Like I was expecting to be overloaded this week for RTX at home, but, uh, I think this year is RTX at home for uh, what I would call very obvious reasons was a kind of uh som- or not may not somber but it was just kind of a lesser rtx in terms of like you know announcements and everything which is probably just what what can you do because you can't no one can do anything together so it's hard to make new shows and stuff when everyone's in their own homes but uh yeah rtx at home didn't have a lot of of new announcements uh that i like like came across my way they did like they sort of did the typical thing of premiering uh, you know, they showed like footage for the new like Ruby volume and talked nice. about like you know show announcements that like have been going a while like the new season of RVB which I think is like RVB zero I think 
Um, so like stuff like that, but there wasn't a, wasn't what I was expecting in terms of you know like last year for RTX we had I had such, there's a, like the biggest list of topics we've ever had for any episode. Uh, but again, it's, I'm not saying that as like trying to shit on the, the event or anything, because you kind of, you kind of have to do, you know, deal with the, the, the hand that you're dealt. So, uh, and in that regard, I think they did a good job of doing the, you know, the meet and greets and they figure out very creative ways around, uh, certain problems and issues that basically should have been like crippling, like for like, in particular, like meet and greets and, you know, signings and those types of things. So, uh, they figure out ways around that. I think they did a, a good job of, of kind of running the audible in that way. Um, but yeah, so I only have a couple of things that I, in terms of topics to talk about, but uh, we, I think we'll, we'll have enough to kind of say about them. So uh, the first one being what I think is probably the, the, the most glaring and obvious one to talk about is uh, miles Luna leaving the company now. Um, and what? <laughs> Doug, we did not know this. Um, I did not know this. Where, where, where's he going? What uh, are we doing? So it's sort of a... He's left Rooster Teeth in a full-time capacity, and he's still working there in a contract, uh, as a contract worker. So, like... And I he's talked about, like, he's still voicing the characters that he voices, so, like, uh, like Jean and stuff and Ruby and... Uh, I assume i don't even know what's like the future of like what or what the future holds for like camp camp and the other shows but he's still whatever characters he's voicing he still is voicing those characters he's doing the contract work to write uh and stuff like that which i would assume would be primarily ruby but i you know there's all on the studio side i'm sure there's tons of projects that are going on that we just don't even know about that he's probably also working on but uh so in some ways it's it's i don't know um because i don't I, he does like backwards compatible and and I think that's probably the thing he appears on the most. Um, and I'm guessing he his because I know he's already been somewhat uh, like absent, I guess, from that just because he is knocked back to I don't know if you want to call it part time or whatever. Since he is now a, a contract worker, but um, so in some ways, uh, you know, if you just if you don't watch backwards compatible, you actually might not notice a difference of Miles being absent because. Everything that most of like the the fandom would be hearing him in or seeing him in or he'd be involved in would still be the same like Ruby, so it's he's left the company in a full time capacity but he's still there so it's kind of this like in between and he didn't even really make that big there wasn't even that big of an announcement I just saw a tweet that he said like like basically thanking people for. Uh, being like supportive and stuff after his announcement, and then he's like to the future. I forget exactly what the wording was, but like saying like here's to the future or whatever. Um, and then going through the comments and stuff, I realized he announced it on backwards compatible on their panel, and then I I went and watched, and he basically just said that like he's been there for ten years. He was a, a, a I think an intern during the first RTX or something. Uh, maybe it was a I don't think he was just a guardian. Was well, the first RTX? Did, I don't think they had guardians. I don't think, but yeah, he was like, he was involved with the company in some a very low level capacity, basically. And and now it's that this was the tenth year of RTX, so he's been there for ten years, and basically just said like he's been there for a long time, and he really wants to like pursue, uh, like and see like take a swing basically at writing story and stuff for video games. So he's trying to like figure right. out to get into the industry and all that. So. He's basically just taking a run at that to see if it'll work, and uh, well, he's got some good company and uh, Nolan North and uh, Troy Baker and Troy Baker. So at least he's got hopefully help to get in that industry. Well, I'm sure they're a big help. I'm sure uh, there's probably a lot of people that come through, like especially like for animation and stuff, and you know whatever connections they probably made through making the video game and all that, and being connected through AT and T and Warner Brothers. He probably met you know people here and there, so. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, you know, he's still he pops up as a voice actor and in, in you know uh, different stuff, and uh, so it's like a, it'd be interesting to kind of take note and pay attention to see where he'll pop up. Like if he'll be under some random Netflix show or playing a game, to, or like you know a game will be coming out, and he'll be like, "I wrote on this game," and be like, "Oh shit!" and actually playing that game to know he had a hand in the story. So and buying it immediately. Yeah. Well, maybe. Unless it's like a Dark Souls or something, which uh, is, a, is a genre of game I've never fallen into. 
but nope uh, me either you know if it, if it is a ghost of tsushima i'm all over it i'm there baby i'll be right Still there not done no me either but yeah so i'm so i'm like this one honestly when i first saw that i did have a little bit of like a not i don't know really what to categorize it as but i did have this moment of like okay what is going on because it's just since we've started this podcast it has been nothing but a string of either like prominent personalities or long time uh employees slash personalities that have just been jumping ship well you saw my reaction i went immediately went to reddit and i was like okay and taking it in now it is um for me i think it's a very sad I mean, i'm not expressing sadness but no one else can see that but you yeah but it is he like is a very weird though, so it's, it's <laughs> weird tell. and like i don't say gut-wrenching but it's like okay like i appreciate i want him to do better or try something different if that's what he wants to do but it is going to be a a weird i don't say flux or whatever experience of him not being there you know like well, I think the one, in, the ones that have been there for a long time are the ones that have the biggest like, like you like take a breath. You're like, oh, <laughs> like they're gone now. Yeah, and I mean like, I liked Miles. I always enjoyed him on the podcast and like him his, his humor. I always thought he was a good, uh, I don't want to say supporting character, but whatever he was in, I always enjoyed his part of it. Yeah. Well, the blue eyes, my blue eyes, will be a, a legendary story. One of the story. funniest fucking things I've ever heard. It's That'll be a story that'll go down in Rich Teeth uh, history. Oops. Uh, in, in Infamy. And it's the animated adventure. It was like peak animated adventure time where it was... They were going back and animating like all those really classic stories. So there's a great animated adventure for it. And yeah, so it's like he has some... Uh, He's left his certainly he's left his his mark his his fingerprint on the company in several yeah. different ways. Not just through obviously he's done a lot more than just tell us a story about a Yu-Gi-Oh card, but still, uh, it's, well, still one of the funniest. I can still reference that. No one else gets it but you, but I still my blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we both know it's it's like our secret language. We can communicate with each other through references that uh, only you and I, you know, participate in. Because Renee's not, Renee's not invited. Never, no. And she knows. <laughs> I, I told her. I told her earlier that she's not going to the show. I let her know. It's so, just me and you, two dudes, one car. Yeah, but uh, the yeah. So it's like it was definitely. I had a mo, and I don't know why Miles in particular was the one that I got this feeling. Because even when like Bernie left, I didn't have like this feeling of like what's going on or you know the person who founded the company. I didn't that have was that. More- more or less like shock like what the fuck now and i also now thinking about too i'm sure like bernie was kind of a lead up to it like i'm stepping back from the podcast i'm basically retiring as a personality like he was an influencer i think is what he said so it's like uh that was kind of softened and maybe a little bit expected just because it happened in stages but i don't know for some reason with the miles one that was like the first it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Not to say like it was insignificant, but just for some reason, this one over all the other ones, like it hit me. I was like, "What is happening? I was like, why is ever?" Maybe it's just because Miles always had, and I could be completely wrong, but he always had this like, like, uh, like energy about him that made it seem like this was like a dream job. Like, yes, it, I could definitely agree to that. It's like he was always super excited. He was always very into what they were doing. He was like looking forward to what was coming up. He was like looking forward to getting to this, into that. And granted, he hasn't been like in because he used to be on the podcast, you know, from time to time. And I think the last thing I really saw him in was honestly was uh, Extra Life when they played Werewolf and he uh, got slapped and Alfredo got slapped by Xavier Woods. <laughs> uh. um, but I think that was the last thing I even have seen him in. So it's like, granted, you know, maybe that's it's like a my memory of him or what I when I think of Miles I think of like the drunk tank Miles where he was on you know what eight years seven eight years ago or whatever yeah. it was well maybe he represented the the fan gone employee in some ways like that's like you know that's everyone's dream of like I would love to work for this company and become a personality or become a 
major impact on it, and he did. Yeah, he wrote. I I didn't watch Camp Camp. I know that's his thing. That's that's my bad, but <laughs> I'm dead inside. I'm a failure. I understand. <laughs> I got my flaws. Yeah, yeah. It's just I don't know. I, that's just how I always think of him. Is like that. I'm excited. This is a dream place to be. So I think maybe that had something to do with it, and why this one like had. I mean, since then I've kind of like. I, it's like it was just the initial impact I had that like what's happening why is everyone leaving this company sort of feeling but yeah um since then especially when you hear him talk about it and the the important part of this too which I I meant to mention at the very beginning and I we've kind of we trailed off in conversation but he actually left in March <laughs> so he's been gone for several months technically well, speaking how about that which is why for backwards <laughs> compatible uh he hasn't been on in like a bunch of episodes so uh why it's like he's been somewhat absent uh and i was kind of leading into saying that saying he le- left in march and then we just we kept getting sidetracked but uh i'll take the i'll take the blame i i don't think it was your fault but i do blame you so yeah no i deserve it i don't like taking responsibility for my actions nor should you thank you i appreciate that <laughs> and also i got you i need an apology i would appreciate that too what did i do it's your fault. Oh, right. I'm not sorry. Well, now we have a problem. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... Uh, so he's been gone for a while, and it's kind of like what Josh Flanagan did, where he was like, I'm actually leaving the company, but I actually left a long time ago, too. So, yeah, it's just... it's. I, and I think one thing that's like talking about like people leaving and everything, and why it's starting to get to a point where I'm like, I'm thinking about it more now that whenever people are leaving, cause it just seems like there is no end. And I think a big part of that is until people like, you know, last September when there was the layoffs and a bunch of big personalities left, like, you know, whenever like Ashley Jenkins left and, and Bruce left Funhouse and everything like that. It's like, and obviously there was a lot of other people like Ellie, Miles's girlfriend and all that. It's like when all those people left or in on the layoffs happened, they were the first people to like, like the big people to leave Rooster Teeth since yeah. Ray. <laughs> it's like the only people that I know, like, or that I can remember really that left that were like one of the cornerstone or like, you know, the key personalities that were in pretty much everything uh, was Ray left and everyone else was there for the next like six straight years. And then right. within two or like a year and a half, uh, or well, no, actually within a year, what, like, 10 people left something like that that were all like prominent people and could you insert a clip could you insert a clip of us saying this person left this person left this person left in the last year we've been doing this i could but i probably won't Mm. i had to go find all those episodes it'd be a tremendous uh editing and and search and find that i'd have to do but i mean yeah it's i think I think anyone who's probably listening to this, I would imagine, is probably aware of it. Um, and I don't know. I never. I don't know. I can't. I don't. I don't have a way to obviously gauge who listens and their level of fandom. I just feel like if you made it to here to listen to this, you probably are pretty, pretty up to date or pretty engaged with Rooster Teeth if you're interested in their stories and <laughs> the day to or week to week sort of happenings. But uh, yeah, it's. it's it's been very it's been a very jarring uh year of of people leaving and it's something that like basically remained the same in terms of the the on-screen people for for a long time and then they all just started just dropping one by one other than achievement hunter achievement hunter is staying strong it's they're like behind museum glass like they cannot be touched <laughs> and nothing is affecting them besides jeff went on a little hiatus and then came back and yeah, now he has a higher up position, so he's not in content anymore. But, uh, but still, I mean, he's he didn't leave the company. He just is in charge of more. So, right. I mean, it's really like the torch has just been passed to Jeff, <laughs> in a way. I mean, he's not it, obviously he's not the one that makes all the decisions. But in terms of what most of us like, what people spend most of their time consuming, he's in charge of that now. It's I mean, you could say like Ruby and stuff like that. They're big hits, but Achievement Hunter puts you know like two videos out or like 
or no, I don't. Do they put out two of a day? Because like Monday is like Awu and GTA. There's G Mod and there's Let's Rolls and uh, like technical difficulties. And it's like I think it. I think they put out like two shows a day. So it's like just alone there. It's like that's what most people are watching for. Uh, for like on a day to day, week to week kind of month to month basis. So it's like he's in charge of all that stuff. So it's sort of like the mantle has been passed and now he's steering the ship. I'm trying to think of what other analogies I can make to point to him being leading, in charge. Leading the charge. It's a good one. Tip um, of the spear. Tip of the spear. The tip, tip of the, of the iceberg. iceberg. I don't know. I feel like I'm losing the analogy now. So I'm just going to um, say yes for now. Bull by the horns. Yeah, he's grabbing that bull by the horns for daily content. A <laughs> uh, uh, rose between two thorns. Yeah. A rose by any other name. Still a rose or something like that. I don't remember that saying. <laughs> George Washington cut down a cherry tree. And never told a lie. <laughs> also had wooden teeth and a peg leg, I believe. I don't know. I think. I, no, no. I would, like, I, I would like to believe he had a peg Maybe two peg legs and an eye patch. I think... When they, I think they exhumed his corpse, and he was seventy percent wood. I think so. He was a wooden torso, legs, and arms with a human head. It's Pinocchio was, was based the, off of George Washington. Not many people know that, but Pinoc- George Washington he was, was the first him. was the first robot with working gears, but all wood and marionette right. strings. I think which Franklin D. Roosevelt held. Different time periods. <laughs> okay. Bill Clinton did it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> okay. Calvin Calvin Coolidge was the puppet master. Cool Ridge. Cool Ridge, whatever. Yeah, Coolidge. Coolidge. We're the dumbest people I know. Uh, everyone stopped listening by now, yeah. so it's it's fine. Yeah, this is where everyone tuned out and this is where no one listens again. They're like, "Oh, yeah, this is Oh my god. What the like what the fuck are they talking about?" No, it is Coolidge. Fuck you. I thought it was Coolridge. No, I did a I did a a, a paper on him in elementary school. It's C O O L I D G E. Calvin Coolidge. Well, going back to what I said earlier, I do not take responsibilities for my actions, so I blame you again. I still think it's your fault. I was right. But that you must have baited me somehow into saying Coolridge. It's I didn't. You know, it was you were probably the one who originally told me when I was seven years old. His name was Coolridge, and it stuck with me. I no, I did a paper on him. Mm-hmm. And you sabotaged me for a moment like this, so you can embarrass he ve- me. And he was a very in front silent, of tens of people. A very silent uh, president. He didn't talk a lot. Are you just reading your book report right now? If I had it, I would. My mom probably has it. No, I literally thought his name was Calvin Coolridge. Nah. Nah, I think it is. It, it's, just, it's not just just refuse nah i think i think i'm right president harding died from a heart attack and then coolidge was in i do harding did i read that right no, president uh, harding i didn't know there was a president harding well that's because you're uneducated okay i think we can wrap this up <laughs> let's go back to Rooster teeth because this is the rails have been shattered, and we're talking about presidents we don't know about. It's, the rail was not completed, and we just completely went into a forest. And I heard Ab- we're on fire now. Abraham Lincoln built all the railroads in America. I just want someone t- to be like half listening and go, "What? What are they talking about now, dude?" I, they were talking about George Washington made, being made of seventy percent wood. He was the first robot or something. He was he was marionette strings controlled by Bill Clinton for some reason, and now they're a- arguing about Coolidge and Coolidge. And some other guy. <laughs> Wouldn't him being 70% wood make him a cyborg? I don't know what the qualifications for a cyborg are. I don't half know if, human, it, if it's wood. Half human, half robot. Can you be a robot made out of wood? Why not? I don't know. Look. You're part mechanical. There's one thing we know. It's that I don't know anything. And it's been proven, <laughs> I think, three times now on this podcast. Um. I don't know. What's what's next on the list? We gotta get through this. <laughs> no, this is important. <laughs> we have to get to the bottom of this. If uh, if there's any historians that ever listen, or anybody who knows more than we do, please 
So don't let us know. Just let us believe. Yeah, if there's any fourth graders out there that you know that would like to tell <laughs> us the truth about any of this. And if you're doing a, a presentation on Calvin Coolidge, I'll uh, put mine up against yours. And if you're doing a presentation on Calvin Coolidge, let me know and I'll help you out. He hung out at the Grand Canyon selling sunglasses. Calvin Coolidge. Yeah. Calvin Coolidge is my uncle. <laughs> that's, that's that is. He's at the edge of the Grand Canyon. One dollar. One dollar Coolidge glasses he's been, here. He's been asked to leave and arrested several times for trespassing. And, and now his great-great-grandson, Michael Cole, now sells sunglasses at the at the Grand Canyon. I called him my uncle. Well, whatever. It's, who cares? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. What the fuck do we get here? We got to stop. It's, We're doing a real bad job. It's, we have a whole episode dedicated to this nonsense that we are now uh, sabotaging with our our tomfoolery, if I can use that word. Jackassery. Tomfoolery was the 13th president. So, hmm. now, so we talked about Miles. Sad. We talked about George Washington and many other things. So, the other things uh, that I had to on the list were... Unfortunately, one, I don't have a lot of information about because I was literally watching it... Wh- the hell was that? Did you hear that? It sounded like you hit your spring on your microphone, but it no. was a car. That's it. My hands are at my sides. It's like a plane just flew over my house. Anyway. the Whatever uh, Snoopy drove or Snoopy flew, that, that style plane. It's a little biplane. Yeah. Single prop. But uh, so there was, there was, I was actually watching it whenever you called right now to start, uh, start recording. So I didn't get to really figure out what this is. But Let's Roll is trying a new format, uh, and I realize now I've can, I've messed up again because I actually had uh, Trevor's tweet pulled up where he was talking about it. But um, they announced like or like, it's almost like a pilot in a way for a new format of doing uh, Let's Roll, and they're calling calling it getting dicey or getting dicey, uh, and where'd it go? I thought it was just oh yeah. So he said, if you missed it, here's our fever dream pilot for Getting Dicey, a tabletop roleplay series. In tonight's episode, someone spills a drink, a kid dies, and there's a two-inch tall alien named Glebo. And then it's he said, uh, a couple hashtags and come chuckle with us and a link to the um, to the the panel or whatever, you know, the electoral panel that was that they had during RTX at home. And so I was trying to find out more, like what exactly that meant for um, role play, a tabletop role play series. Because in some ways, I would already call Letral a role play series. And yeah, why? Well, I, I that to me, that's the whole point of it. Well, not so much that like you, like not. I, mean, I don't mean that like super literally. Like you have a role, like in a werewolf, where your role is the oh. werewolf. I mean, like a role playing where, like when they play. Um, Red Dragon Inn, which I don't know if you're familiar with that game. I've tried to play it, so yes. When they play that, the character card is how they act. So like, Gherky. yeah, like Gurky and uh, the oh shit, I'm trying to remember what the last one was. Um, oh yeah, well Jeremy was like, there's this expansion pack for it, and Jeremy was this werewolf character. I can't remember his name. So he was like, he had like this whole accent that he was doing for the character and. Uh, uh, Alfredo was this like, this is like a, a wizard with like a rabbit or something like that. But he like your character is the rabbit, but your cards evolve the wizard too, or something along those lines. I can't remember exactly what it is. Or they play um, Sheriff of Nottingham, I think is what it's called, and it's I don't know if you're familiar with that one either, but it's kind of like a, uh, um, oh god, what's the I forget the word for it. Um, like, if you're trying to sneak something into a country, like... Smuggle? Uh, yeah, kind of like a smuggling game. So it's like you are you have so many goods that you can bring into a city, and you can try to smuggle in additional ones, and the role of the sheriff rotates to like from person to person. So the sheriff basically has to decide whether or not to inspect your bag to see if you're actually mm. smuggling, or if you're, what you say you have is, is what you're actually bringing in. And I forget exactly what it is, but if they open it, and you are telling the truth. There's a penalty for them somehow, but I can't remember. It's I, I they played that a while ago. I don't remember what it was. If you look at the 
the box for Sheriff of Nottingham. He looks like a a like generic like Pocahontas villain who enjoys pastries. It's well, if you listen to the Letteral or watch the Letteral, they have varying uh, voices for being the sheriff, and Michael's is probably the most fitting, and it's very aggressive. Uh, it doesn't sound like, yes, I will check your bag. It's not far off from that, It's but it's not exactly that either. Because this guy looks like he, has a, like he might eat flesh, also enjoy some cake. So it's flesh and cake in his refrigerator. <laughs> they... But that's like they, there, there, there's a chef character, or a baker. I don't remember there being characters outside of the sheriff. But point being is that when they do that, they take on like they create a character that they become essentially. So like they do the sheriff voice and stuff. So maybe it's just leaning more into that sort of, um, uh, like idea. But the fact that he calls it a fever dream pilot. Makes it sound like it's much more intense. And unfortunately, they probably have talked all about it during this panel. I just didn't get to see it. Because I did, I was trying, what I was trying to do was uh, download some stuff that I could listen to while I was at work, like some of the panels and everything. So that way I can get an idea of some of this stuff. And I just could not get it to work. And mm. like, not, or I should say that, I couldn't, like, I was trying to find where this stuff was. And for some reason, I, just, I had an issue trying to find it in the app. Because when the Get Enticey panel was actually happening live, I tried to pull it up on the Xbox app, and it immediately just crashed. Like classic. It just, or actually, it didn't like it didn't like full crash where it closed out, but it just said like something went wrong or something like that, and it would just kick me back to the home screen. So of like of the app, and then I that didn't work, and then I tried to pull it up on my phone, and what was happening was they had a, a live stream going on, I think on RTTV. That was mm-hmm. uh, last year's panels, or maybe the year before. So it was just old panels that they were live streaming for different things. And then this panel was going on. And when I was listening to it, the audio for both of those was coming through this panel for some reason. So I could hear people talking oh, in like the 2019 okay. panel, like talking to the like the uh, attendees and everything. While they were also talking, I couldn't understand anything they were saying. And I was like, what is going on? And I just couldn't, like, it wasn't working, and it just, I just, I kind of just gave up on trying to, to listen to it that way. So, it's, unfortunately, I know that they've outlined all this, and uh, so it's kind of, a, it's a weird thing to try to, like, talk about or speculate about, about when they've already talked about it. So. They've already, they've already done it. Yeah. I just didn't get a chance to actually watch it uh, and get an understanding of what, what's going to be different with Lethal, but. Either way, we know that there is a, a pilot, essentially, for this new format of, of uh, uh, hard, or not hardcore tabletop, of, like, let's roll. So Let's get dicey. Or getting dicey. Getting dicey in the club. Uh, so, yeah, it's like, I, I don't want to sit here and speculate too much, because it's kind of pointless when we know what it is. It's kind of like talking about, hey, how do you think, like, Endgame is going to end? It's like, well, we know. Like, it came out, it's like two years ago now, it feels like. I think it was two years ago. Or a year and a half, maybe. It was while we were doing this, so. Yeah, so I had to be within the last year and a half. 70 episodes ago. It's been a while. Yeah. So it's just, not going to speculate that too much, but I I do enjoy Let's Roll. And I've gotten uh, three or four games that we play out of let's roll one of which i'll be talking about in when we do let's in our let's oh my god i want to say let's in the grapes out in the grapes i'll be talking about more so one of the games but uh that'll be coming out this wednesday and uh if you haven't heard or haven't watched uh we do a, a secondary episode if you're if you're not subscribed so people who are subscribed know this because it's forced upon them but uh, if you're subscribed to this podcast, then on Wednesdays there's an additional episode being released that's called Out in the Grapes, where Doug and I just chit chat and talk about nonsense, much like the George Washington and uh, the presidents of the United States conversation we just had. Just <laughs> nonsense, just us talking about video games or movies or whatever it is. So if you if you like that kind of stuff, check back on Wednesday or check out the last like three episodes 
because it's we do. And uh, like I said, this week's I'll be talking about um, the one of the games that I we got for that was directly from Let's Roll. So, uh, but I guess we can we'll kind of power forward here because, uh, like I said, I don't want to say too much about it when people know. So, um, the other thing that they it wasn't an RTX announcement, but something that came out this week was a new Achievement Hunter show called I've Definitely Seen That. And the premise of the show was, or is, um, it was Trevor and Jack were basically like the hosts of it. And Fiona and Jeremy were, I guess, what you would call the contestants. So it's been well established amongst, you know, or I guess in several different uh, videos and formats that Jeremy doesn't know movies at all. And barely knows TV. So, um... And so what's he consume? I don't know. But, uh... But Fiona also, it's like, I, I just, I guess from being younger too, there's gonna be a lot of older movies, like even from the 2000s and stuff that she hasn't seen. And, uh, I'm not sure with her how, like, how, like, movie literate she is or, you know, or what. But they were the two <coughs> two contestants, and what they did for the first episode was that they showed them uh, screenshots and, like, the movie poster for Ocean's Eleven. And then had them describe, basically, what the movie's about. Oh, I like this. So they went through a series of screenshots and saying, like, okay, who do you think that is and what do you think is happening in this movie? And then they just went through, like, a series of, I think it was always four screenshots, I think. And during different acts of the movie. And then had them... Uh, kind of answer different trivia questions and um, like you know who would be named you know Dave or whatever and then they had to say who they thought had that name so it's like basically they just try to try to figure out the plot of the movie through these screenshots have having no idea what it is um, I it kind of reminded me a little bit I mean it's I would this isn't a direct like if you like this then go watch that but it reminded me of when they did way back when the uh i don't remember what it was called but when bernie would interview people about the stuff they didn't know so like when it'd be like, oh, like uh, uh they did... they reversed and interviewed bernie about pokemon yes i remember that and there was a harry potter one and there was a sports one with the i think the english kid i don't remember who the english dude ben? was could have been his name could have been ben i don't that was so long ago i don't remember it's, I think they did one with uh, uh, Brandon Farmahini. I think they did one with Chris, I want to say, and like Gavin and Ben or something. Maybe there wasn't that many of them, but... Uh, but I did, they, they were classics. If you haven't watched them, go look them up. You can find them on the site. It's, or that's probably on YouTube, I think. I don't, I don't remember. But yeah, those were... It reminded me... It had like... It reminded me of that just based on its premise and the four... Like, you know, it, it's the whole thing is just trying to figure out what they don't know about movies. So it, it wasn't as, uh, like the whole thing of it was not to just like make fun of them necessarily because that was kind of the whole premise of the, the show with Bernie. But, um, but I, I don't know. I just, I kind of just got that feeling or was like reminded of that show that I kind of forgot existed until I started watching this. But like I say, it's not like so close that I'd say if you like that, then you definitely need to watch this. Because uh, I think I like the idea of this show. The only thing I thought, because it's like like a half hour long almost, and I feel like it's one. I feel like they, for me, I, I was like I kind of wanted them to, to like speed it up a little bit because once they're like on the second set of screenshots after already talking about the movie poster and four screenshots, I was kind of like okay, so we still have to get through all these and then and then the next four. So it's like I kind of like I. I guess like if I had a uh, like a critique or review or whatever of it, uh, that was it. I was like I would I kind of just wanted to like to find ways to speed it up and maybe uh, maybe have like more questions for them or more ways to get the like whatever like the ridiculous thing is that they not ridiculous because they don't know what it is but you know like if they think oh this is a uh, a war movie or something like that, and you're talking about Ocean's Eleven. It's like they're way off. So like, kind of egging more of that information out of them. So it's like, it was the first episode. It's not, you know, it's. I hope this doesn't come off as me like shitting on it, but I. Uh, well, we will be sure to email 
uh, customer support at Rooster Teeth saying, speed it up, boys. Yeah. Better listen to us. We know things. Uh, we don't. <laughs> we rip off your name for a podcast. It's not a rip off. It's a reference. I'm not trying to be them. Easy. Right, we can right. get, get a legal takedown. Get a fucking cease and desist. <laughs> and then it's just, this will just be out in the grapes and they'll cancel us again. Yeah, because that's also theirs. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that was like the only thing like when we were when it, we watched it that I was kind of like wanting to see more of was just more like the getting their theories and and stuff out as opposed to just showing a picture of you know Bernie Mac staying at a, <laughs> like a, a blackjack table or whatever. It's like okay, well, I don't know what they're gonna get out of you know just the just this screenshot. So it's just. Uh, that was sort of my uh, my two cents watching it. So it's again, it's the first episode. So it's obviously everything that they do is like a pilot or whatever. Always has a, you know an initial episode, and then it changes a lot from there. Like you know, this just internet is pretty different than it was, and uh, Red Web is much different than it was in the pilot episode. And those are podcasts, obviously, but still, it's the the shows change a lot. So uh, we'll kind of have to hang tight and see what what comes out of it. But those were like the things that I, when I was, when I watched it, uh, is what was coming to mind and, and everything. So guess we'll see, we'll see what they decide to change or what sort of moves around with it. But yeah, uh, unfortunately I don't even really have anything else on my list to talk about Rooster related. So, uh, I know there's definitely more out there, but I just, I, I honestly, like, I could not find anything specific that was... I mean, because they, like, talked about, like, new merch and everything. Like, there's a... The Jeff line has a blanket now. So there's a big, there's like a big snake on it. And, uh, like, there was stuff like that. There was announcements of... Um, oh, God. Uh, I think, like, Achievement Hunter had, like, more, like, you-can-do-better stuff. Um, so, it was, like, there was a did lot you, of, like, merch and stuff that got announced. Did you ever get your shirt? Your camo one? Yeah. I don't know if I ever saw you wear it, so... What I was asking. No, because well, usually when we do this, you see the shirt I was wearing that I wore to work, so I don't wear that shirt to work because I don't want it to get torn or messed up or anything. Gotcha. So no, I've worn it a bunch already though. I wore it. I took it on vacation with me. I think I wore it like three different days. <laughs> like gross. You're disgusting. Okay, first of all, I didn't wear it all day long. We went like out to eat, <laughs> and I threw it on. That's Ooh. I. I have. I had outerwear. <laughs> And then I had in the room hotel wear, basically. You're a sweaty man full of stank. Stank. Two of those things are true, but I am not sweaty. I don't I, believe it. I rarely sweat. I am sweating right now. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm completely fine. No, but I've, I've worn that shirt a bunch. It's really, I, it's, it's actually, I don't know, it's in, it just got washed. Never it's mind. actually in, in the dog bed. The dogs use it as a blanket, but I still wear it. I wear it. They wear it. It's great. It's, it's a family shirt. But no, it's it actually it's because uh, I got if, if for anyone that maybe I don't know I guess it like keeps up with the store items. I got the the camo. It's it just came out. I was like uh, maybe only a month or two. Well, no, it was before vacation. So probably like two months ago. It was when it was released. But it was a camo one that had a skull inside of a triangle and it said you can do better and on the front it's on like it's like a breast pocket location and it's real big on the back but it has like it's like a material like a uh like an Sleeping athletic bag. shirt nope like an athletic shirt <laughs> uh where it's almost like a it almost has like that i can't think of what to call it, but it's like it almost has like that silky feel to it where it's not like a cotton feel it's like it's more of like slick it's and a, uh like like a, a track dry pants fit. would be <laughs> Is that it's like it's, a dry fit. Is that what it's called? Dry fit's like the athletic fit that like wicks wicks sweat away. Oh. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't know these terms. So, I'm sorry. I can't wear dry fit because it makes me sweat more, so I don't I don't partake in dry fit. Uh, it's pretty comfortable. It's real like it, it has like that like elastic uh, like feel to it too, but it doesn't like it's not like a slim fit one because that's, that's the problem I have with those types of shirts. Is that it's like even in my size, the ones that are like real like stretchy and elasticy, 
is basically like someone put me in a vacuum seal bag for like <laughs> that you throw like chicken breast in. And it's like that's what it looks like on me. I'm like, well, this is upsetting. This is upsetting to me. It's probably upsetting to people out there. Like, <laughs> I can't wear this. I'm not amused by this chicken breast shirt. Yeah, that's I am the chicken breast. But yeah, that's, but that one's I. It's I ordered my size, and when I got it, it like it fits fits really well. So I, I'm really happy with that one. That's. I know I've seen some people say like the they were, had an issue with like quality on like certain shirts, but I don't know. In my like in my time buying Rusty stuff, which I mean I I haven't bought a ton of stuff. I mean I have a lot of stuff now just because I've bought like a shirt or something or like the extra life thing like once or twice a year over however many years I've been watching. So like now I have like a collection, right? But uh. But yeah, so like I, I, in my experience anyway, the stuff that I have now is definitely a higher quality than the older stuff that I have. So it's like even, um, I'm trying to think of, because I don't think I have anything that I've got in the last like uh, two or three years that's like in lesser condition than it was before. I mean, granted, I like the shirts I wear the most are the ones I wear to work because those are the ones like that's that's where I'm mostly going. Like we don't go out anywhere right. or anything. So most of the time I'm wearing work shirts. So those shirts are a different like set that I like. I, I like them to be bigger cause it's more comfortable when I'm moving around. And it's like, if they get messed up or dirty or like worn or whatever, I'm not, I'm not like devastated if it happens. So it's like my Rushi stuff. I keep as like, Oh, if we're going over for, you know, if we go over to Renee's families and stuff for like a get together or whatever, or, you know, for, like, my family's, like, a picnic or whatever it is, or if we're getting together for, like, a game night between, like, you and I and our other friends, it's, like, that's when I'll wear those types of shirts, or if we're going out to eat, but... Shirts no one gets but me. Yeah, I have Doug shirts, the ones that really show off my form the best, and <laughs> try to impress you and, and try to woo you. Uh, Yeah, but it's, like, so it's... You definitely wouldn't, would, like, you wouldn't have seen any of my Rashid shirts... Because so basically, I have like four that I wear, uh, the most. Like that camo one is now in the rotation, but that one I have a red one that looks as like the, um, oh god, was it? There was something it reminded me of when I first got it. And I can't remember what it is. It has like different like speckles and stuff on it, so it's like red with like it almost looks like an old linoleum countertop in that way, but it has all kinds of like different just like dots and flecks and all kinds of stuff that are in it to give it like a texture look to or to it and then on the, again like on the basically like where the breast pocket would be is a like sewn in roost teeth logo and it's all red uh so it's that one the camo one my blue keep or keep austin or keep roost teeth weird or whatever i can't remember what it is now i think that's what it is based off the austin like keep right. austin weird and it's the dark blue with the light blue and all the austin stuff in it uh I think, yeah, I have the, uh, I think it was for RTX last year, the Cartoon Achievement Hunters where Jeremy's doing the prayer hands. I got that one, too. So, like, that's kind of, like, my my main rotation. And then there's, oh, then, then I have the gray one that actually does literally have a breast pocket. It's, like, a dark, <laughs> a gun, or not, uh, not gun metal, like, a darker gray with a, with a red rooster coming out of that pocket. So, it's, like, I have a couple that are, like, that I wear in that rotation and i think i took all of them on vacation i think I took every shirt with me so they were they're meant to be seen and uh putting them on display and witness me every now and then it leads to someone saying something happened when we went to georgia uh last year so when we were at the mall and someone's like hey great shirt i was like hey thanks and then they beat you up yeah they got me in the parking lot the way out they smashed <laughs> a chair over my back when i walked out the doors and then Kevin Nash was there and gave you the big boot. All I saw was a giant shadow fall on me. And I looked up and all I saw was that long hair. It was like Kevin? an anime. Your your eyes got huge. And then he just picked me up. I was laying on my stomach. And he picked me up from a laying position off the ground. And just slammed me back on the curb. And you woke up shirtless. Yeah, they stole my shirt. They, they were that big of a fan. Well, now that we've gone completely stupid... <laughs> I think we should probably just wrap it up. 
Oh, uh, oh, um, one more thing because I haven't watched it. I don't know if you have. Um, did you watch the pumpkin carving uh, with Griffin? No, I saw because I th- they moved the date of it because it was initial. I forget when it was originally supposed to be on, but I think they moved it back a week or something. Oh, okay. And I forgot about it until today when I saw she posted a picture of like her pumpkin from the event. I was like, oh yeah, I was like I've, the show is starting now. But no, I didn't. I didn't see it. But uh, it's something that like it's honestly it's a weird thing too. I forget we have cable and I mean a dish. It's not technically cable, but it's fucking cable. So right. Uh, I forget that we have that option a lot of times. So like a lot of the stuff that's on TV, I it slips my mind. It just doesn't occur to me that I can just watch it when it actually airs. So even like a show, if we like wanted to see that's like on Hulu or whatever, or like uh, we talked, we were watching uh, Holy Moly the Wipeout mini golf show basically yeah. it's like With even Rob, that Rob, we, Rob Riggle yeah yeah it's, it's like even that it's like we watch, we're watching it on Hulu and it's just like we're just waiting for it to pop up on Hulu it's like I could just watch it like we have we can just do that <laughs> we we pay for a service that gives us the show that we refuse to watch yeah and I forget about it so now as I'll probably set it up to like record all of, you know every episode and that way we'll have to watch it and see Griffin do some carving. It's a, a a very removed rooster teeth are now. She's been gone for quite a while. So it was ages ago. Whenever she was, well, it's been a while since her and Jeffrey been married. Let alone when she worked for the company. But yeah, but that's it. So we can uh, we can wrap this up, and we can. Oh, I was doing hand gestures. I thought something was coming out, but nothing did. Now is the wrap. Wrap it up, Michael. Wow, it's it's been great. Well, you did. Your source of information is endless. Oh, there's certainly an end, and I think we hit that end pretty quickly on most the of these is, subjects. <laughs> the end is nigh. Well, uh, thanks for partying. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we will be back again next week for another episode of RT Talk on Saturday. Uh, and keep an ear out or an eye out for Out in the Grapes, which comes out every Wednesday, and it is full of our foolishness and more stupidity along the lines of what's happened here today. Right. So thank you for listening, and we'll be back thank next you. week. And uh, uh, do you have an outro, or are you just going to take us out like you took you brought us in? Thanks for listening to RT Talk Podcast episode... 78 featuring your host michael cool and the other guy me douglas kirkwood thank you if you keep this up i'm gonna start paying you (laughs) sick